0: Welcome to the Surrounded by Valor podcast. My name is Mary. The definition of Valor is courage in the face of danger. I try to surround myself with people who embody Valor because they help me become better and hopefully you too. My intention with this podcast is to share thoughts, stories, and conversations that will inspire, educate, and enlighten all of us. Stories of regular people, like you and me, who've had extraordinary experiences. As the saying goes, nobody rides for free. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and thanks so much for joining us. Today I wanted to continue on our series called Nurses' Voices. If you have a story that you'd like to share, maybe an example of a time where you were not able to give your patient the excellent care that they deserved due to whatever circumstance, please feel free to send it to me. You can send me an email at maryaggers at gmail.com. I will remove all identifying factors. The purpose of me wanting to share these stories is not to pit us against one another in the medical field, but to give nurses a place that they've never been given before, a place where they can share the trials of our profession. Nurses are leaving the bedside at an alarming rate, and this was happening before the pandemic. In episode one, I talked about how my dad died of a medical error caused by a nurse. And he didn't get the excellent care he deserved. And as I said in that episode, it wasn't because of the nurse. It's because of the system that we work in. And I'll even back up and say that there are a lot of places that support nurses so so that we can give excellent care. I'm proud to have worked for a great pediatric hospital where we did give really good care to our kids. I feel that we give better care to kids than we do adults. But that's another episode for another day. Today's story is from a nurse who left the bedside because of complete burnout, and this is her story. This is the story of one of the last patients that I took care of before completely burning out at the bedside. I was a travel nurse on a cardiac stroke intermediate floor. The ratio of patient to nurse was supposed to be 3 to 1, and regularly was 5 or 6 to 1. My patient had end-stage liver disease and had recently had a stroke, and he started bleeding from his mouth. He had an NG tube. He was in restraints. And the doctor said it was from him biting his mouth. I suspected varices. And Just a side note, varices are bleeding veins that can happen in the GI system that will come up through the esophagus. I suspected varices, but was dismissed multiple times. The patient was additionally deemed, quote, mentally unfit, end quote, even after his labs stabilized and showed there was no evidence that he was mentally unfit, because sometimes labs can show that there's things going on in the brain like that. The patient begged me every time I went into his room to just kill him or please no more treatment, and it was so clear he was dying. After the mouth bleed, as I was told it was, started, I returned the next morning to find his labs had dramatically dropped and I was to immediately give him more blood. This is with routine morning labs, so basically since a a full 24 hours since I started suctioning liters of blood from his mouth. The doctor stated at the beginning of this episode, maybe he will just choke and die. I brought my concern of having a restrained patient choking on this amount of blood while I still had five other patients, and I was to return with blood immediately to transfuse this patient. My concerns were unheard. The patient begged me to stop. I tell him he will die if I don't do this. He's still a full code. He's not a DNR. Somehow he's deemed incompetent still, and I am forced to transfuse against his will forced to provide ongoing medical treatment to a man clearly dying who is in pain and wants to be comfortable. While I'm transfusing, I'm desperately trying to get a hold of another provider, another doctor, other than the one I had yesterday. I ask charge. I ask the supervisor. I finally get the chaplain involved. At this point, I am traumatized. Every time I enter the room, he's, the patient is begging me to stop. Finally, by the end of the shift the next day, we got a new doctor to transition him to comfort care. I finally can release the restraints. I finally can give him comfort meds. The patient has tears in his eyes thanking me, and he passed comfortably that afternoon. The continuous failure of healthcare is gut-wrenching and despicable. It has deteriorated to unimaginable levels since the pandemic, which just unveiled the the already troubling inadequacies of our healthcare system. Combine that to pushing nurses to put themselves in harm's way and deliver care well below our norm is a betrayal of our system. We often say that administration is at fault, but like you've mentioned, we don't always have the tools. The whole thing is so broken from the top down, and the people making the real decisions are at the top. The toll that all of this takes on nurses is just not okay. These traumas stay with us because we care for our patients like their family. Unfortunately, this was not my first experience with a doctor being this way. One of my first deaths was a gentleman we were trying to transfer out of our community hospital, and the doctor on Christmas that was on call was just not responding. That man ended up coding and dying, and he finally came in at the end as he was being pronounced and said, well, he didn't have any family anyway, shrugged and walked out. I brought it to the hospital board and then they looked me in the face and told me, nurses are replaceable, doctors are not. So again, my goal is not to trash the healthcare system, trash one another, but again, to give nurses a place to share their stories. I would bet that this nurse went home visibly shaken, visibly upset, and that's just one example of probably the many that she's been through. And we just have to kind of go on at home because our families don't always really understand what's going on and and we don't want to bring that home to them. All of our patients deserve excellent care, from nurses to doctors to our patient care technicians to everyone involved. I really do believe that we can make a difference if we bring these stories to light and we really sit down and have a conversation about how we can make things better. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.